Welcome to the Sensitive Kitchen, where home cooks are inspired to cook to enable those you love to flourish. I'm Cindy Sullivan, registered dietitian, passionate nutrition educator, and accomplished home cook. Whether you're changing how you cook for food sensitivities, allergies, intolerances, or just trying to eat healthier on a budget, you're in the right place. Most episodes, I will share favorite recipes, as well as modification tips and nutrition benefits. Occasionally, I'll have a guest or special episode like modifying holiday favorites. My favorite foods? They're raspberries and homemade chocolate chip cookies. My latest cooking project was long-fermented sourdough bread. Welcome to the Sensitive Kitchen. I have been gone for a little while, and I'm so glad to welcome you back in early fall. We're just passing through my very favorite time to cook vegetables. In Michigan, almost everything is ready and wonderful, and oh, I love to cook this time of year. This year, I cooked tomatoes I bought. We went and picked some when we were in northern New Jersey, and then I came home and I bought some more at the farmer's market. So I think I cooked about a bushel of tomatoes, and most everything is frozen in my freezer other than the things that we ate. So I made ratatouille. I've made eggplant tomato caper sauce, which I thought was what I was going to share with you today, but I have something else instead to share with you today. An old favorite, Mediterranean roasted eggplant ragout, and it uses those fresh in-season tomatoes. But if you don't have them, don't worry. You can even use canned tomatoes in this recipe. Part of the reason I'm sharing it with you is because we brought it with us when we went to New Jersey, and it was wonderful. I'd forgotten how good it was. And the surprise was when we ate it again for lunch the next day, it was even better cold. And I'd never eaten it cold before. This is a really versatile recipe. So let's talk about it. Mediterranean roasted eggplant ragout. And I usually skip the Mediterranean and just called it roasted eggplant tomato ragout. Is simple. It's delicious. It stores well. It tastes good warm. Or as we found out, even cold as leftovers. And it's very best made right now with those last in-season tomatoes, summer tomatoes and eggplant. Cool evenings will be warmed by this delicious dish. Although I must admit, I think any time of the year is great. This recipe has three stages, but don't let that intimidate you. Let Use it as an opportunity. You can roast the eggplant, cook with the tomatoes and seasonings, which is making the rag out, and then making the gratin. And you can do them all at one time, or you can do them separately. It's convenient because it can be paused at those stages. You can refrigerate it and pick it up either later in the day or even several days later. I almost always freeze half of this recipe for another meal or two. So what in the world is a rag out? Well, it's basically a French style stew that can be made with meat or fish and vegetables, or just vegetables. And this is a just vegetables dish. In fact, if you use a non-dairy cheese, it's both non-dairy and it is also vegan. It's already vegetarian if you use a regular cheese. 
And like I said, I usually prepare it as a gratin, which is simply cooking it in a shallow dish and topping it with either creamy goat cheese or a flavorful feta. Now let's get into the nutrition tidbit about this recipe. If the recipe serves six, and it's easy to serve eight with it, but I decided you were going to eat a lot of it and have the recipe serve six. It has about 170 calories, seven grams of protein and eight grams of fat. Most of that's either going to be from the olive oil or the avocado oil or a little bit of cheese. About 22 grams of carbohydrate, seven of which are fiber. That's about 25% of the fiber you need in a day. In terms of minerals, about 25% of the potassium you need for a day. Remember, potassium is key for help keeping your blood pressure in check. And only about 10% of the sodium. Again, use a lower sodium cheese if you want to keep the sodium low. In ter- also in terms of minerals, has about 3 grams of iron, which is almost 20% of the iron you need in a day, and about 10% of the zinc you need in a day. In terms of vitamins, this recipe gives you about 20% of both vitamin A, in the plant forms of course, and vitamin C. 15% of the vitamin K you need, and 15% of the B vitamin folate, which most premenopausal women are low in. And did you catch it was a good source of iron too for those premenopausal women? This is a stellar dish in terms of nutrients. And it has simple ingredients. Basically, you want eggplant. Remember, you want to use them within a few days of buying them because they don't keep extraordinarily long. Tomatoes. Tomatoes are one of the stars of the dish. So the best tomatoes you can get is what you want to put in here. A couple of shallots or an onion a few cloves of garlic, and then you can either use dried thyme, which is what I usually do, or you can use fresh. Olive or avocado oil, and a little bit of goat cheese or feta to sprinkle on the top of your gratin. Probably if you're making the entire recipe, you probably use three ounces, but about an ounce and a half to two ounces otherwise. So this is an easy dish. Let's talk about it. First, you're going to roast your eggplant. Wash it, cut it in half, and slice an X in the cut side. That's so that it cooks more quickly. Place the eggplant cut side down with the X in it. Don't go through the skin, but go up to the skin. And I've got a picture in my blog if you need to see a picture. Remember, it's foodsensitivitykitchen.com slash episode 054. That's for the entire recipe as well as a transcript of this podcast. Okay, so let's go back. We've washed the eggplant. We've cut off the stem end. We've cut them in half long ways. And on that cut side, you've put an X into the flesh of the eggplant. Put it cut side down and roast it in a 400 degree oven for about 20 minutes. When you take it out, the skin should be wrinkly. Perfect. Let it cool. And now, While the eggplant is cooking, you're going to be busy. You're going to chop or press your garlic, and that is going to be important, remember, to let it sit for at least 10 minutes so that allicin can develop. And then you're going to slice your onions or your shallot. I I slice them quite thinly, 
but I don't leave them really long, so I don't have these long trailing pieces of onion, so I only have them about an inch to an inch and a half long. So I cut a couple times, I cut my shallot or onion in half, cut a couple times um, lengthwise, and then slice finely. Next, you're going to prepare your tomatoes. Now, you're obviously going to wash your tomatoes. You may choose to peel your tomatoes. When you peel and seed the tomatoes, it gives it a really luscious texture. However, I have to be honest with you. To peel two pounds of tomatoes, sometimes I don't want to take the time. So one time I made it without peeling the tomatoes. Guess what? It was fabulous. So I usually don't mind a little bit of tomato skin in there, a little bit of texture in my rag out. And so I'm good with that. If you want, however, the most luscious texture possible, peel your tomatoes. Or if you have somebody in your house who likes peeling tomatoes, have them peel the tomatoes. You're going to cut your tomatoes into about three quarters of an inch to an inch pieces. Okay. Set it aside, put your tomatoes in a bowl, because by the time you've done all this, it's probably time to peel your eggplant. When you've taken it out, you have to let it cool a little bit. You're just going to take your knife under that little bit of, you know, you cut off the top, so you've got a little bit of wrinkled top up there. Put your knife under there, just under the skin, and start peeling the skin up. It'll peel up in strips, and it should peel right off. It's easy, quick. Peel the skin, and then the messy part. Chop your eggplant, and you're going to cut it into strips, and then sometimes you cut those in half, and you again, you want them about a half to an inch cubes. They don't have to be perfect. And you know what? If you find your eggplant, you're like, I'm not sure it's quite done. That's okay, because you're going to cook it some more, so you're good. You're now going to put your olive oil or avocado oil into a heavy pan. I usually use my Dutch oven. It's about eight quarts. You're going to saute those shallots in olive or avocado oil for about five minutes over medium-low heat until they're translucent. You're then going to add the garlic and the thyme and saute it about 30 seconds, stirring frequently. By the way, if you're using fresh thyme, wait to put it in with the eggplant and tomatoes that are coming next. You're going to cook all these ingredients over a medium-low heat until thick, and you stir occasionally. It'll take about 45 minutes, depending how juicy your tomatoes were. If you're going to eat this immediately, then you're going to put half of it, or all of it, but you have to have a lot of people for all of it, like probably eight people, into a large shallow dish. I use a Corningware French white. It sort of looks like a bigger pie plate, and it's about an inch and it has about an inch and a half side on it, and it's about 12 inches in diameter. Some big shallow dish. So you can spread it thinly in the bottom, maybe about an inch thick. You're then going to sprinkle goat cheese or a little bit of crumbled feta over the top and bake it in the oven for about 20 minutes. Maybe it's only going to take 15 if you've just taken it right out of the pot. Now, usually I let it sit in the refrigerator overnight or sometimes two or three, 
and then I bake it cold. Do the very same thing. You're just going to put it in a 400 degree oven for about 30 minutes because you need everything to be bubbly and warm and the cheese to be a little bit melty. Now, with either goat cheese or feta, you know they don't melt like a different kind of cheese, but they still do get a little bit bubbly and melty. Enjoy. This is wonderful. I serve it with grilled chicken. I serve it with fish. I serve it all kinds of ways on bread. I hope you enjoy, you love it. It's a great way to put more veggies in your meal plan. It's a Mediterranean style dish because it's got olive oil, it's got tomatoes, it's got lots of vegetables, some thyme, and it's a wonderful tasting, good for you dish that is comfort food at its finest. Let me know if you make it, drop me a line or give me a comment at foodsensitivitykitchen.com slash episode 054. I would love to hear from you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.